wonderful to see you looking so beautiful on this beautiful day. There's so much love here. It reminds me of the very, very first time I was ever at Middle. My name is Allie Palmer, and I used to live right down on 2nd Avenue here. And even though I lived here for 18 years, I would walk past and I would say, oh, that's a pretty building, but I would never go in. I wasn't a church person. I would, I would never even think of going inside. But when my daughter was two years old one day, I was like, okay, babe, it's a beautiful day just like this. Would you like to go to the playground or to the park? And she said, church. We had never even used that word. We don't even eat church's fried chicken. There is no way she'd ever heard that word before. But I said, okay, well, I saw one down the street and it's pretty, but trust me, we're not gonna stay. We're gonna go in and then we're gonna go because churches are really negative and people say awful things and you're just not gonna like it. And she was, you know, she shrugged. I put her in her stroller. We walked here as we crossed 6th Street. I was like, honey, I don't even know what time churches start. Ding dong, ding dong. So we pull up to those golden doors. I looked inside and I said, honey, this is the church. Let's go to the playground. I was not even going to go in when suddenly the doors swept open and there was a vision of Jackie Kennedy in the pink suit with a pink pillbox hat. And he said, come in. So I was all okay, but we're gonna sit in the back, honey, because it's hard pews, it's, you're not gonna like it, trust me. I went to a church when I was little, you're not gonna like it. Sit down in the back row, and right then, this woman with long dreads and this brightly colored robe comes sweeping on stage and says, just the way you are, the way you walk through that door, God welcomes you. Tears shot out of my eyes like Niagara Falls. I could not believe it. And from that moment on, all there was was love and acceptance and hugs and the most multicultural, multiracial, multi-aged, multi, multi, -aged, multi um, what do you even call it? From atheists to people who believe in religion, all that in one room. And there was art and music and dancing. And I never left because my daughter was two. Tomorrow she turns 18. And even though there might only be that same facade that I saw for all those years there, I have to remember one thing. That used to be the Saint. That used to be 103. That used to be Kiev. Buildings change, but the spirit stays on. We are here today to be together, to share our love, to welcome everybody. Remember, there are more atheists at this church than any other church in New York City. It is about community, it is about culture, it is about care, and we are so happy that everybody is here. Could everybody together take one deep breath in and one deep breath out? One more time, a deep breath all the way down to your pink painted toes and out again. Welcome to worship.
another mic this is too tall don't we love worshiping outdoors for the first time right here <laughs> friends today we have the deep honor of baptizing two of the children whose scripture says show us what the reign of God is like Kari and Kenzo here's Kenzo here's Kari belong to God. They've belonged to God since they were formed in their mother's wombs. God knows them, shaped them, formed them, loves them. When we baptize children, we as a community know that it is God who claims them. Baptism is a sign and a seal of this belonging. Middle, let us pray. Holy and gracious God, we thank you for the gift of Kari and Kenzo. Each one is uniquely created in your image here on earth to be a delight and joy to their parents and godparents. Help us to be part of the village that loves them into adulthood, that shows them what just love means, that holds them in your light and in our prayers. Amen. Parents and godparents, will you cherish Kari and Kenzo on God's behalf, raising them in faith and in love, teaching them to be love and light in the world? If so, say, yes, we will. Yes, we will. Middle church family, Will you model to these children that love as the way, the truth, and the life, so they will learn to be the hands and feet of God? If so, say, we will. Parents. Hi, man, what's up? Hello, how you doing? Can you tell me baby's full name? And come with me over here. Before you do, let me just say something about this water. <laughs> this water is the stuff of our life. Drinking it keeps us whole. We use it to be clean. We use it in rituals. It is ordinary, but extraordinary gift from God. And when we baptize children, we say that while they were formed in their mother's womb, God knew them. And God knows you, baby boy. Yes, this is just like your bath time water. Look at that, look at that, look at that. So baby's full name. Kari Louise Hamilton. Kari Louise. 
Hamilton Rosario Wallace. That is a name. <laughs> Baby, I baptize you in the name of God, whom Jesus called Abba. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good job. In the name of Jesus, who welcomed all the children, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, who will always be your friend. Does that feel nice? Yay! Oh, here's a napkin, Dad. There you go, hon. <laughs> We're glad for you. All right. Mommies and daddies, can you come closer? And tell us baby's full name. Kenza Sahuli. Kenza. What's up? Hello, Kenza. Kenza, I baptize you in the name of God, whom Jesus called Daddy. In the name of Jesus, who welcomes all the children, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, who will be your friend for your life. Amen. 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 High fives. <laughs> Here you go, Dad. Daddy got you. Will you say a quick prayer? God, these children belong to you and they belong to all of us. May the child in each of us always know our sense of belonging to your holy house. Amen. 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 Woo! High five, bitches. Wow, oh, all right there. Okay, you can head on. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, thanks. Happy birthday. better than that after 18 months. 18 months, middle, 18 months. Who'd have thunk it? But God is good. God is faithful. God is still on the throne, and you are still here with us this morning. Amen? Amen. We're going to bring it back a little bit. Choir, would you get them ready in just a little bit? Oh, my God. 
you see her pronouns, and it is good to be here with you today. Everybody online, we are so glad that you are with us from all over the world this morning, streaming right here from 2nd Avenue, right outside the facade of our beloved Middle Church. Friends, there are so many things that we do together as beloved community. And we talk about that as the ways that we rise together. We don't just rise from the ashes. We rise in all the ways that we are a movement of revolutionary, fierce love in the world. So I wanna tell you about a couple of the ways that we are rising together right now. The first is that we are moving into a new way of doing worship. Can you feel it? So we are gonna continue this hybrid worship experience starting next Sunday, October 10th. You can worship with us online from all of our regular streaming platforms, or you can worship with us in person at 21st and Park at the Parish of Calvary St. George's. Thank you, Episcopalians, for working with us. Just like today, we'll be asking for registrations, full vaccinations from everyone over 12, and we will be wearing masks as a way to love each other in this moment. We also will be moving into exciting ways to engage our online um, viewers and worshipers, so stay tuned and thank you for your patience and your grace as we move into this new era together. Second announcement, and I have some friends who are gonna help me with this announcement. Come on up, friends. This is a surprise to everybody, even John. Come on up, friends. Do you all know what your senior pastor did during the time of fire and during the time of COVID? She wrote a book. And it is coming out. Who knows? What's the release date? November 9th. But you can pre-order it when? Now. Raise your hand if you've already pre-ordered it. Y'all better get to ordering. This is a book that the world needs and it is written by our own beloved Reverend Dr. Jackie Lewis and I hope that you will go and pre-order it right now. It is out November 9th. But we can help you with that pre-order. If you go online and register for our new Freedom Rising Salon series, which is a 10-month digital um, experience of education and justice and building together. It kicks off this month on October 20th with Rising to Indigenous Reparations. If you get the season pass, you will get a free copy of Jackie's book. So go ahead and get your season pass now as we kick off our new 10-month Rising Salon series beginning October 20th. Thank you all so much. Do we love Jackie or what? And finally, as we continue to move into the fall, there are so many ways for you to be involved beyond a Sunday. We have small groups, our voter reform group who's working to curb voter suppression and gerrymandering. Every chance they get met this morning from the street, you can meet with them every other Sunday at 10 a.m. Our butterfly feeding ministry is back today. Email Patrick if you'd like to be involved with that critical feeding ministry. Our Ablamos group meets monthly. Happy hour time now to talk immigration. We have so many ways for you to get involved beyond a Sunday. I hope you'll visit middlechurch.org and continue this movement of rising with us. And now I'm gonna invite 
my beloved colleague, Reverend Daryl Hamilton up, who's gonna move us into a time of prayer. Hey, Miller, how y'all doing? I can't begin to express how meaningful it is for me to be here with you all in worship in person for the first time since I've been here. Oh my gosh, I'm in love with this community. Uh, just the power that we have, the love that we share, the leadership of our fearless senior minister, Jackie Lewis. Thank you so much for everything that you bring to us in this place. Oh, yes. So if you'll just take a minute with me now, we'll just center ourselves. John, when we were singing, we said that the, that the music was over our heads and invited us to look around and to see that we actually are, for the first time in 18, 18 months, able to be together in person. And I want to remind us that even though it is us here in this space, we are not the only ones here representing our community in this space. We are joined by people in our virtual congregation. We are joined by our, our Muslim brothers and sisters, our Jewish brothers and sisters who are giving us love, all the way even from Kuwait. We have a sister here who wanted to give us love from Kuwait, reminding us that we are all one family. United under love, under God, under justice. And so put your feet on the ground comfortably, if you will. Fill the earth that gives all of us life. The ground is hallowed ground that means so much to all of us. This church here that has meant so much to this community. This ground that we now sit on right here. And be reminded that God is in this ground. Yes. That we too are still here rooted in this ground. No fire can stop revolutionary love. No fire can extinguish the life and the love that we share together. And so I just want to give God thanks for this wonderful, glorious, beautiful, sun-filled day where we are able to come together again to lift up joy, gladness, justice, love, resilience, community, humanity, and that God would be with us in this place and never, ever, Leave us in the name of Jesus, I pray. And whatever name that you choose to pray, love, justice, grace, whatever that is, just join with me as we say, amen. 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 And now join me for the Lord's Prayer in however version or language you wish to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed, hallowed be, be your name. name. Your, your reign come. come. Your, your will be done. done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign, the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
Can you make this li make mic live? I'll do it from here. Can you make it live? Just do, Jackie's got her had her hand up. She hey, can do everybody. So this is what I want to encourage you to do today. Some of us are comfortable bumping, some of us are comfortable not. We don't know for sure. So try, despite our usual middle habit of like deep, but full body hugs. Sometimes with a pelvic thrust, but that's another shot for another time. Let us just try to find a gentle way to offer peace to your neighbor. Peace be with you all. Namaste. I see you. You may stand. Please do. Take a minute. I'm on. Peace be with you, middle family. We're so glad that you're joining us here. There are a few friends that want to also say peace to you in this moment. One second. Peace be with you, middle family. We love you. Peace be with you. Peace, everybody online. God bless you all. Amen. Good morning. Peace be with you. Be love. Be light. You're amazing. Rock it. Joanne from Baltimore wishes peace to the world and to everyone here. Peace be with you, middle. Peace, middle. So love that she loves you. Peace be with you, der Frieden von Gott sei mit dir. Thank you so much for joining us. Blessings to you. Peace be with you.
question to ask you. Can I preach without my mask? Are you sure? Front row people? I'm double inoculated. I had a test. I'm good. Okay? But I just wanted to ask. <sighs> just be gentle with this, John. Don't, don't knock this over, baby. Don't rock the boat. Did you guys see that it took a whole village to help me get my mask and my mic straight up here? Amanda's up here trying to surprise me, and I'm, I'm like, what? Get this paper. Help me. Thank you all. Hello, everybody. I'm so glad to see you. I missed you so much. Is my lipstick on my teeth? On my nose? Okay, let's do this then. Um, I'm grateful for uh, all of you to come out today into the out of doors, and I'm grateful to all of our family who are still worshiping in digital places in Japan, in Ireland, in France, in Australia. Everybody wave to a camera somewhere. We see you and we love you and we're glad you're here. Deb, can you bring that water for me, my love? We also have special friends here who have been on a roof, up on a roof. Raise your hand if you were on the roof and you're here visiting. We're glad you're here with us today. Thank you. Raise your hand if this is your first time at Middle Church today. Yay! Woo-hoo! right. And all of you that are on the sidelines, you're at Middle Church today too. So we're glad you're here. So glad you're here. Let me read a word of scripture to us today. Um... This comes from Psalm 26, and I'm going to read the message version. Psalm 26, the message version. It's a Psalm of David. Clear my name, God. I've kept an honest shop. I've thrown in my lot with you, God, and I'm not budging. Examine me, God, from head to foot. Order your battery of tests. Make sure I'm fit inside out. So I never lose sight of your love. But I keep in step with you, never missing a beat. I don't hang out with tricksters. I don't pal around with thugs. I hate that pack of gangsters. I don't deal with double dealers. I scrub my hands with the purest soap, then join hands with others in the great circle, dancing around your altar, God, singing God songs at the top of my lungs, telling God stories. God, I love living with you. Your house glows with your glory. When it's time for spring cleaning, Don't sweep me out with the quacks and the crooks. The men with the bags of dirty tricks, the women with the purses stuffed with bribe money. You know, I've been above board with you, God. Now be above board with me. I'm on the level with you. I bless you every chance I get. Well, that's the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Say a prayer. 
God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts in this rising heat be acceptable in your sight. God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So this psalm is written about 500 years before Christ, which means it was written sometime before the temple was built. And it's ascribed to David, the king. There's no reason to actually think it's not his psalm. But the psalm right before this in the Psalter, Psalm 25, David is all mea culpa because he's been a bad boy. He fell in love with Bathsheba, Uriah's wife. They had a steamy and torrid love affair. David was so in love with her that he sent her man into battle to kill him so he could keep her. And Psalm 25 is like, God, I'm such a worm. I'm so terrible. I can't believe I did that. Sorry, God. But this psalm's all, I am good, I am holy, I am just. I don't hang out with those bad guys. I don't hang out with those robbers and thieves, those adulterers and whoremongers. Oops, I was one. But here, here he is really testifying to God, demanding that God see his goodness, see his potential, see past his faults and know his needs. See past his indiscretion and think, hey, David, you're my dude anyway. Because like the psalmist says, there's nothing you can do to separate me from your love. But anyway, this psalm, this psalm of like, I'm lined up with you, God. I'm synced up with you. I want to live in your love. I want to live in your glory. This psalm is written before there is a temple. But you hear all that temple language? I'm going to get to the altar. I'm going to wash my hands with the cleanest of soap. I'm going to dance around the altar, make a circle of dancing with the friends. I'm, I'm going to sing your songs and I'm going to tell your stories. All of that stuff is temple language. But there was no building. The temple had not been built. The other temple had been destroyed. These were the wandering Jews who wandered around with God in a little box that they called a tabernacle. A saw of God's glory, they thought, resided in a kind of tent, a temporary shelter, kind of like being out in the streets. Because maybe your temple has burned down. There was no synagogue, there was no mosque, there was no masjid, there was no gurdwara. There was just a little box that they thought symbolized the presence of God. Maybe like this little rickety thing. <laughs> but David was talking about dancing in the temple. David was talking about singing the songs of God, telling the stories of God, praising God, doing the rituals of God without a building. Child, we ain't got no building. How many of you is this the first time to see the site? Isn't it hard? to look at the shell of the place that we used to call home. <clears throat> the bell survived. 
the facade survived, and if I'm honest with you, I wish it hadn't. The facade is inconvenient <laughs> when you're thinking about rebuilding your church. Can you handle that truth? How are you going to get the materials over the facade? How are you going to get the dinosaur-sized equipment over the facade, the beams, the steel? How are you going to even out the rubble with the facade? Oh, my God. This is the work we're doing every day, y'all. Every day. How are you going to build with the neighbor's lot next door and the neighbor is not inclined to share her space with you? We don't have a church space anymore. We felt a little homeless, haven't we? Somebody say amen. amen. We left our home on March 12, 2020, and we didn't get back in there before it burned down. We felt homeless, we felt adrift, we felt confused, we felt lost. We didn't know if the digital thing was gonna work, did we? But it did. Hell yeah, it did. I mean, heaven yeah, it did. Your team pivoted on Easter Sunday to make a digital movie, for God's sake, with folks singing in those Brady Bunch squares, quite beautifully, I might add. Amen. Pivoted to put the band in spaces and the other singers in the spaces. Pivoted to create a digital conference, bigger conference than ever in 2020. Kept on pivoting. Digital spaces for the kids, digital yoga. I don't know about that, but y'all did it. We grew by 420 people in a year. People who never came to 7th Street and 2nd Avenue ever. People who found us online because of a post you made or something they saw on YouTube or some speech I did in New Mexico. People who found their way home to a temple-less, sanctuary-less, building-less community that was filled with love. That was filled with love. We aren't the first ones of God's people to do love without a spot. God's people did love without a spot, which is why they built the rickety box. To take a sense, a symbol, a symbol of God with them. But the scriptures kept preaching to the people about what it meant to be the people, the called out people. That's what church means. The called out people called you love. In Zechariah 8, he promised the people that though they did not have a temple, that they were going to be safe in the streets, honey. That the old people, I'm one of them, would be sitting out on the street rocking in rocking chairs while the little people played in the street safely. And that the glory of God would be bright in the city and they would not need a building. In John's revelation, John went a step further to say there was no temple, but there was so much light in the city that it was the glory of God that they didn't even need street lights, child. The glory of God shone brightly without a space. And then Isaiah says, 
the people were the temple. Paul says that in 1 Corinthians. Don't you know you're the temple of God? And the glory of God, the light of God, the love of God is in you shining into the world. Stand up if you think you might be the temple of God. Stand up if you're the sanctuary of God. Stand up if you're the place where the love and light of God lives and emanates and moves in the world as love and peace and justice and joy. Come hard if you know you are imbued with the divine. You are the divine. God can't do any work in the world without you being her hands and her feet and her heartbeat and her tears and her compassion and her joy. You are the ones we've been waiting for. You are the ones to heal this world of brokenness. Sit back down, it's hot. To heal this world of brokenness and heartbreak and enmity and the scourge of racism and sexism and heterosexual, you are the one anointed and appointed by God to love yourself, your body, floss your spiritual teeth, take care of this carbon so that you can love on your children and your partners and your friends. Eat right, sleep right, drink a lot of water, meditate, make your holy temple a holy temple so you can do what God is calling you to do. You are the God thing all wrapped up in beautiful flesh. Some of it beige and some of it chocolatey and some of it skinny and some of it thick. <laughs> Gorgeous flesh. Love your people. Practice being godly with your little ones. Tenderly discipline them. What's with the belts? I'm sorry. Who said so? Kindly corners, you know, timeouts. Love your children into wholeness so they too can be the temple of God. You are the ones we're waiting for to love your posse, your workmates, your colleagues, your neighborhood. You are the only one sitting, standing exactly where you are with clanging earrings called by God to do a bold thing on the earth and that's no less than heal the world. Are you with it? Now, I'm not saying we don't want a space. We do. I'm not saying we're not going to have a space. We are. And we're trying to figure that out, honestly. Can we build here? Can the dinosaur get over the facade? We're committed to the East Village, and we're just trying to figure it out. Okay, amen? Committed to the East Village. But I'm saying, when I was looking forward to coming home today, I was looking forward to the hug from you, the fist bump from you, the eye contact from you, the blown kiss from you. You are my home. You are my home. 
You are my home. God's love, God's glory, God's calling is diffuse across this whole congregation. Not just me and the collars. We finally call ourselves the collars. <laughs> but we believe here at Middle Church in the priesthood of all believers, and that means you. Exactly as you are in all of your ordinariness, in all of your everydayness, you are the one. You are God in the world. You are love in the world. You are light in the world. You are peace in the world. Get busy being you the very best you can and make a home for somebody else. Make a home in your heart. Make a home in your consciousness. Make a home in your prayers. Make a home in your activism. Make a home. That is God's house. That is you. Amen. 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 Jackie, you're not going nowhere, are you? Okay. Hi, everybody. It's good to see you. Hi, hi, people online. Oh, I miss you. I'll be with you at 1 o'clock. Okay, so you know that it is World Communion Sunday today, right? Okay. If you are online, this is your cue. This is your moment to make sure that you go and get something in which to commune with. And we would love to know in the chat. Please let us know what it is um, that you're using for communion. If you're in the space... You got this handy dandy little all-in-one packet. And listen, some of y'all may already know how to do this, but just humor me because I have seen some people think that they knew and they did not. So listen, there is a little uh, clear plastic um, thing over the top and that has to come off first. Open the clear plastic first. Not the whole foil or your little feelings are gonna be hurt because it's gonna be all difficult. So pl clear plastic comes up first, and then hold your little thing, and then break the, the foil and pull it open. Ta-da! Okay? And then Daryl's gonna say uh, the bread of life. When he says the bread of life, that's when you'll eat this. And when Shanta says the cup of blessing, that's when you'll drink this. Everybody feel like they know things? We know things now, many valuable things that we had not known before. <laughs> all right, amen. Okay, hi, Middle family. <laughs> Today, all over the world, folks are gathered as a community of revolutionaries, called to love the world into healing. We are called, no matter who we are, no matter what we do for a living, how we look or who we love, to partner with God, the prophets and the Christ to usher in the reign of God on earth. When we eat this bread, we do so remembering that this bread is the fruit of the earth. Bread that is shaped by human hands. And we also remember that there was a body broken for our liberation and that we are that living body called to free the captives. And when we share this cup, fruit of the vine, created by human hands, 
we remember that there is an overflowing cup filled with blessings, filled with love. We drink remembering the one who is living waters. We eat and we drink, knowing we are blessed to have our bellies filled and our thirst quenched. We eat and drink, anticipating that there will be a day when all sit together, sing and pray together, feast, mourn and dance together. A day in which all lives are cherished and everyone has enough. and the cup of blessing for you. And the peace of God be with you all. Today and always, amen. Thank you for this holy meal. Bless it to our bodies so that we may, be, we may be your hands and your feet in the world. In your holy name, amen. amen. Please make sure that you hold on to your little communion packet and dispose of it responsibly. preacher and I'm not a singer. I'm a reader. I got paper. <laughs> okay? Old school. Um, I'm Lynn Pentecost and I've been a member of middle for almost 40 years. <laughs> and I have a confession. I miss our building. So I first noticed middle church in the late 80s. I would walk by the facade on 2nd Avenue a few times a week. But I hadn't thought much about it until one day, a few weeks before Christmas, there was a sidewalk sandwich board inviting me to come to a jazzy Christmas Eve service. Why not? Who could not do that? Um, thank you, Gordon. So though I had grown up in a church in New Jersey, once I moved to the city, I was no longer affiliated. The Reformed Church I grew up in was a progressive church. It was an outlier anti-war, pro-choice, engaged in civil rights issues, and well, I doubted I'd find another one like that. I kept busy in the East Village as an artist and community organizers, but something was missing. Then we started our family and the traditions of my childhood filled with wonderful community. I needed that again. 
With its focus on community and social justice, Middle was all that and more. Middle was a spiritual home that I had been looking for. Back then, New York City, and, and there are many old timers in the audience today who remember this, and the East Village in particular, was a mess. Real estate abandonment, social disinvestment, the streets saturated with drugs were a huge problem. Half of our building stock was in ruins, and by the end of the 80s, AIDS had hit us hard. Middle's answer, Middle's gift to this community in pain, the doors were flung open. And all were welcome to, quote, come as they are. Invited to participate in building the beloved community that we are today. For many, Middle Church right here on 2nd Avenue was our refuge, our family, our true home. We were a small congregation back then with a tiny gospel choir and a big vision. I joined the consistory. Gordon didn't have the word no in his vocabulary. Everything was yes. We started an after-school art center for kids, a photography gallery, held celebrate life meals for people with AIDS, street fairs, picnics, invited small businesses and neighborhood organizations to share our space. We even founded the Lower East Side Girls Club right there in the basement. <laughs> this year, between the fire and the pandemic, we have been tested. All of New York City has been tested, but we, Middle Church, have experience in how to do rebirth. Reflecting back on my family's lifetime of active membership, I realized this. Middle Church saved the East Village. We were the epicenter of its revival. I've long lived by the words of the poet and activist Grace Paley, who famously said, the only recognizable future of hope is action. Middle is hope made visible because we know when and how to take action. Now is the time. Join the movement. If you give generously of your time, talents, and money, our physical home, our sanctuary, will rise again. Middle Church saved us. Now it's time for us to save Middle. Amen.
Boca Home Middle with me. Take a look around, y'all. This is resurrection. Better than any sermon I will ever preach. You're carrying it in your bodies, proclaiming that no fire, no pestilence can break us. So Lord, take these gifts that we have given and commit them to your service. Use us, all of us, to build a new home, not just for ourselves, but for every person who needs welcome for every person who needs a place to call home. Lord, watch, ever who, watch over whoever is in that ambulance and know that congregations like Middle provide this kind of care. Use these gifts and give all of us new life that we might offer it to others. Heaven, right here on earth. We pray this in your heavenly name, amen. i
It's getting hot in here. Um, oh, I can't do that one. Okay, We will bring some R&B up in here, won't we, family? Thank you, band. Thank you, singers. Thank you, amazing lay leaders, volunteers. Thank you. Thank you, church. Now, did Jackie say we're not gonna rebuild? No. Did Jackie say we're trying to figure that out? Yes. Did I remember to say I'm gonna need your help? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Because we're gonna figure it out and then it's gonna cause bump, bump, One of my friends would say, so I'm coming for you at some point, okay? Right. What, I, what I do want to say to you is we actually, each of us, and collectively are the church. I think the question becomes, what kind of church do we want to be? Who do we want to be. And I know you know we want to be the people who welcome the people, right? No matter who they love and how they look. We want to be the people working for economic justice. We want to work for a woman's right to choose. Yes, we do. We want to work for a place where trans and gay and non-binary and queer friends are all welcome everywhere. We want to work for a time in a way in which my black life and my grandchildren's black lives and my cousin and them's black lives matter. And we want to be the kind of church where the Muslims are welcome. And the Jews too, and the Buddhists, and the atheists. Why? Because God loves all of them. And we're the church. So I'm inviting you to take seriously your vocation as being God's temple. Love yourself well so you can love your people well. Increase your tribe and know that all the people are your people. Love the world with your holiest imagination. No holes barred. The fiercest kind of love possible. Because a room is not a house, and a house is not a home, until you make it one. I love you. Gordon Drott, come up here really quickly. I forgot. Stage note, stage note. Gordon's in the house. Anything else? Yeah. Okay. While Gordon's coming, Jeff and Audio Wink. Woo! We have worship because of that. Triton, thank you for breaking it down so we could do the work. And the city of New York for making all of this sanctuary possible. Thank you. Come here. Is this mic on? Hi. Yes. 
Hi, Gordon. Well, hello. <laughs> How did we do today? Uh, very good. Yeah, it's yes, okay? Yes. Give it an A minus, A plus. What are you thinking? Yeah, about an A. An A. All right. Well, can we live with that? <laughs> Senior Minister Emeritus Gordon R. Drott. <laughs> Former boss. Okay, let's bless each other, church. Everybody raise your hand. Say you are the place the God lives. You are the temple of the Almighty. You are the repository for the fiercest love. Go in the world and make love everywhere. <laughs> Woo! Love you guys.